You're listening to Charleston's retirement coach, Brandon Bowen. All of us, doesn't matter how much money you've saved, all of us have earned and expect and deserve our social security in our retirement years. It's Mm -hmm. just part of what we have earned as Americans. Although we do like to complain about inflation, it's interesting. The Senior Citizens League says a rising inflation rate could actually help social security recipients next year. Brandon, how? Please explain this. (laughs) How could inflation be a good thing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so every year, of course, social security, I don't know who decides it, maybe the Social Security Administration, whatever, but they they come up with, okay, what kind of cost of living adjustment are we going to pass along for next year? And so the average, the historical average is right at about 1.3%. Okay. Okay. Some years, none. Some years, a little higher. And so it's it was good to see that here in October, when they announced this thing, they are potentially uh, could be around uh, 4.7%. When you're saying the average is normally 1.9 and now they're 1. projecting 1.3 mm-hmm. and now they're projecting perhaps 4.7. 4. Yes. That's yeah. a huge jump. Huge. I mean, almost you know, triple here what normally had, uh, you know, been the increase uh, because things are costing more. That's the problem. Right, right. <laughs> That's the bad part here. Okay, yeah. Right? And so, yes, if someone, especially if someone's on like only on Social Security, then, you know, they need their income to go up. And mm-hmm. and, uh, and it's so, I agree with what you're saying there at the intro here when you're saying, you know, this is, Social Security is what we deserve. We've been working, working so hard mm-hmm. all these years for this paycheck. People even get really upset when, if I somehow call it an entitlement you know, I've you had people should, go, you should feel entitled to have it. It's yours. I know. Yeah. Or they're saying like, it's not an entitlement. I worked for this. Right. Okay. So, um, <laughs> so like, I don't, uh-huh. I don't want to like, you know, get anybody fired up here listening to mm-hmm, us, but there's, mm-hmm. there are so many ways to file. The reason I guess it, you know, that I do call it an entitlement is you can think of a scenario. So let's say my wife never worked outside of the house but I did, well, she could file the spousal benefit and could get half of mine. Okay. Okay. So she didn't work outside the house. So that's why, you know, some people call it an entitlement, but a lot of people say, heck no, I worked 40 some whatever years and that's my money. Right. Yep. Yep. So what I say, social security is very, very confusing to most everyone. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of times it's tempting to just to throw up your hands and just say, well, I'm just going to get what I get. When I file, I'm just going to call them up and there's nothing I can do. Right. Well, a lot of us feel that way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We feel like that, but that's not the case. And so what we want to look at, because there are actually 2,728 rules to keep in mind. Oh, geez. Okay. Yep. 678 ways to file. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) So it's... It's, I mean, it's all over the place, right? I mean, uh, you could file yeah. based on your own earnings, your work history, which, by the way, goes off of your highest 35 years okay. of earnings. Okay. It's not like last three or something. Okay. It's your highest 35 years. Okay. So you could file based on your own earnings. You could file based on your spouse's earnings. I just gave an example. Let's mm-hmm. say if a wife uh, doesn't work outside of the house or the mm-hmm. man, whatever. So you got that. If you're divorced. Okay, let's mm-hmm. say Stacy and I get divorced and she never worked outside of the house. It's basically the same thing. Mm-hmm. She could pull half of mine as a divorced person. Okay. As long as she doesn't remarry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. If she remarries, now she's got a new spouse, right? Okay. Yep. Um, here's an interesting 
Asterix, if she divorces number two, I'm, I'm throwing her under the bus here, Jeez, right? right, Stacey's going to be like, what did you talk about on the radio? <laughs> if she divorces number two, she could go back to spousal off of my benefit. Okay, oh my so it's, it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Hot mess there, right? So uh, so you got that. You got widowed benefits, of course. Mm-hmm. If so, a, a you know, spouse passes away, a breadwinner passes away, well, you could you know use a widow's benefit. There's, there's so many other additional credits, children's credits, and, and things if you have a child under a certain age. So mm-hmm. all of that to say is you want to talk to somebody, okay. you know, yep. about, okay, here's what we're thinking. Now you've got all of that. Then you marry right beside it. You say, okay, but here's what I'm doing with my employment. Okay. Cause this, let me talk about the two biggest mistakes I see. Okay. I would say the first one is someone starts their benefit, say at 62, yep. they start it early, yep. but they keep working. Okay. okay. I had a pastor up in Somerville. He called me up. He was in a big old mess and all fired up because he'd been talking to Social Security. The earnings test is getting him. He started Social Security early, but he kept pastoring the church and oh. they're now withholding one out of every two dollars of his benefit. Oh. Yes. And he didn't. He's like, I had no idea that I had a limit on how much I could make when I filed early. And I said, yes, you've got to understand what the, the earnings test, those are limits right there. Okay? okay. Got it. So that's if you're, if you file early, okay. once you hit your full retirement age, which is different for everyone, it's based off of the year you were born. So it could be 65 all the way up to 67. Mm-hmm. A lot of the people that are coming into the office now, their full retirement age, FRA, mm-hmm. that's around like 66 and six months or 66 and eight months, mm-hmm. you know, so quite detailed there. Yep. So you got to understand that. And if you're going to retire and not keep working, that's fine. If you want to get a part-time job, just keep it under that earnings test okay. limit right there, which is right at about 19,000 a year. Okay. okay. Yeah. So that's one big mistake. The second thing, well, I guess it's not a mistake, but it's a conversation that we have as people go, okay, Brandon, should I file early or let this thing get bigger and bigger and delay it? So it's the flip side. The first mm-hmm. biggest mistake, they file early. The second one is they delay too much. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Because when you then I nerd out and, and run the numbers for them and I show them how, okay, mm-hmm. yes, it's a bigger check if we wait, but there's an assumption there. You've got to live a certain amount of years to recoup what you've passed on, right? Because you okay. passed on four or five years of this smaller check here. If you would have started at 62, yeah. that version of you is already way ahead in this race. Okay. Okay. So now let's say we're 67. Now you get to start, but you're already behind by like a hundred thousand dollars. Okay. Maybe not that much, maybe $75,000. So you, your extra income that you're going to get, you've got to live a certain amount of time to catch up. And so when you run those numbers, that's usually right at about 78, 79 years old Mm -hmm. is where that break even point is. Mm -hmm. And so we're not guaranteed tomorrow. So you got to think about your health right? Uh, how you're doing right now, mm-hmm. um, your siblings or parents. I mean, is longevity in the family. And then my big thing, I like recommending to start this benefit as soon as it makes sense for people. Okay. Because let's say that the earnings test is not going to get you, Heather. And so we start your benefit early. Even if you don't need it, I say, well, what if you take that extra Social Security income and pay off any remaining debt you might have mm-hmm. or even invest that money Good grief. If, if we make a th- like a 3% return on that money, I don't know if waiting would ever even catch up. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, you know, everybody's different. Every situation is different. You got to make sure that Social Security income works with your other income plan and your employment. Make sure you don't trip yourself up there, but, but definitely run through those what-if scenarios. Find out more at bowenfinancialgroup.com. 
Brandon Bowen is an investment advisor representative of Clarify Advisory Network, LLC, an SEC registered investment advisor. Clarify, Bowen Financial Group, and this radio station are not affiliated. The investment ideas and financial vehicles discussed here should not be considered to be personalized investment advice, nor are these recommendations to buy or sell any particular investment or product, and the information you hear should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should first consult with a competent tax, legal, accounting, and other professionals regarding the applicability and suitability of any investment ideas. Certain investment ideas contain substantial risks, are illiquid, and may be only appropriate for accredited investors. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. All investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments in guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and none are offered or sold through Clarify Advisory Network.